I'm Eileen Ray McCann for Circle of Blue, and here's What's Up With Water, your need-to-know news of the world's water. Tropical cyclones pummeled two continents over the weekend, forcing millions to flee floodwaters that continue to rise. Hurricane Florence moved through the southeastern U.S. states of North Carolina and South Carolina. At least one million people evacuated coastal counties. There have been at least 14 reported deaths attributed to the slow-moving storm that is now dumping rain inland. Many North Carolina rivers are not expected to crest until Tuesday, while South Carolina authorities are keeping watch at 27 risky dams for potential failures. Meanwhile, in Asia, Typhoon Mankut killed dozens in the Philippines, and rescue workers search for victims in landslides. The most powerful storm recorded this year is now moving across southern China and into that country's most populous province. Chinese state media say that some 2.5 million people fled the storm. In Afghanistan, a lack of water is disrupting lives. More people have been displaced by drought this year than by conflict. That's according to updates by the United Nations. 275,000 have had to leave their homes due to drought, which is 52,000 more than those uprooted by conflict. The UN estimates that more than 2 million people in Afghanistan are threatened by the effects of water shortages. Drought has taken a severe toll on the farm sector, upon which nearly 20 million Afghans depend. Officials at the Ministry of Agriculture say that farm output has fallen by 45 percent this year. The UN and aid groups report that crop failures have left farmers without any seeds to sow and that livestock are dying of starvation. Humanitarian aid is insufficient for the current drought refugees, even as thousands more arrive. The Famine Early Warning Systems Network, a U.S.-funded food security monitoring service, recently reported that the number of Afghans facing a food crisis was abnormally high. Crisis level is the third stage of a five-step range. Step four is emergency, and step five is catastrophe and possible famine. The Famine Early Warning Network said that some provinces in Afghanistan may reach emergency stage in January. Karachi is Pakistan's largest city, with some 16 million residents, a bulging metropolis that ranks among the dozen most populous cities in the world. Yet Karachi's water supply, from the Indus River and a nearby dam, barely meets the needs of even half the people there. The low supply and high demand has brought water into the black market. Karachi's streets are plied by trucks, large and small, peddling water from various sources of varying quality at various prices. The drivers are known as the Water Tanker Mafia, and some of the water they sell is stolen from government pipes on private land. It's a profitable business. The government water is the cleanest, so it fetches a premium, about $150 for a month's supply. Water from private wells, which is often tainted, goes for about $20 a month. Even that is a financial hardship for those in poorer neighborhoods where running water is a thing of the past, ever since the water mafia began siphoning from public pipes. 
Ghulam Qadir, chief engineer of the Karachi Water and Sewer Board, estimated that about a third of municipal water is siphoned or lost. He told National Public Radio, we are suffering from water scarcity. That's why the tanker mafia is active. Karachi's troubles are a microcosm of Pakistan. Pressures on the quality and availability of water include rapid population growth, diminishing aquifers, inefficient agriculture, pollution, and climate change. These forces could fuel an explosion of water theft throughout the country. The water mafia is made up of tanker drivers who pay off water board officials, police officers, and landlords whose property is crossed by the government pipes. Landlords put valves on government pipes that the tankers can tap into directly, creating what is called an illegal hydrant. The situation got so dire that about a year ago, a judicial commission got involved and the water board shut down many illegal hydrants. It filed over 300 complaints with the police over suspected water thieves. Then the water board tried to reduce the incentive for crime by getting the tanker mafia to work with them as distributors of government water supplies. NPR reports that two anonymous water officials revealed that the tanker mafia drivers were allowed access to legal municipal water sources as long as they sold half the water at cheaper government rates to residents in areas where there is no water infrastructure. The tankers are free to sell the rest at the going rate to whomever they wish. Tanker drivers are now selling almost half of Karachi's water supply, and it's not clear how many illegal hydrants remain. In slums, water taps continue to be dry, possibly because of damage to the system and prolonged drought. Municipal water is still unaffordable for many in the city, who must then turn to other sources that are polluted and laden with bacteria. They boil the brackish water and hope for the best. Water costs so much, they have little left for the doctor. The Times of India reports that heavy summer monsoon rains greatly improved water reserves in the south. Major reservoirs in that region are now at 81% of their total capacity. That's twice as much as last year at this time, and the best in a decade for mid-September. Last month, India's southwest coastline was inundated by monsoon rains, which caused the worst flooding in a century, overwhelming reservoirs, displacing over a million people, killing hundreds, and bringing daily life to a standstill. The chief minister of the state of Kerala said, the calamity has caused immeasurable misery and devastation. The summer monsoon supplies most of India's rainfall and is vital to farming and livelihoods despite the risk of intense rain, flooding, and landslides. Severe damage is now an annual worry. With climate change, India faces monsoons that are increasingly intense. And that's What's Up With Water. We'd like to share what's up where you are. Tweet us with your water news at circleofblue hashtag what's up with water.